focusing on an emerging generation of kings. Walls are coming down. Walls are coming down. Walls. You will shout down some walls that have held people in your family for years, for decades, for centuries. You will shout down some things. veterans so they already know how it is so their expectation is not that high like what can be more than last year what can be more than two years ago what can be more than me I am a baby in the hands of God it's like this is my first immersion I am coming as if I don't know anything as if I don't even know how to pray is there anybody with me? I wanted to take this personal. Take it personal. God honors separation. God honors expectation. God honors faith. God honors faith. God honors faith. And faith has a posture. Faith has an attitude. Faith has a courage. Faith has a demonor. Faith has a glint in their eyes. Come on somebody. My heart is set on what you have to do. I'm not going back to the things I hate. How many of you know there's some things you hate about your health, about your finances, maybe about your relationship or your marriage. And you will change those things. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor without spitting kelebe on them and who's blessed already? Who is blessed already? We honor everybody who has led and served us in different ways already. We celebrate all the voices on stage and the voices backstage and the voices online and the voices offline and the hands, not just the voices, but also the hands and the eyes and everybody who's looking out in a way or the other. This night is really to stir up, stir up your expectations, stoke your fires and get you in the mood because God doesn't want to rock your body. He wants to rock your spirit. You know that song? I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. This one, get in the mood. God in the mood. God wants to rock your spirits. Rock your spirit. Amen. It's going to fortify you. Glory to God. A couple of verses. 
uh, we're going to look at a couple of things today and I'll teach a little bit and then we'll, we'll roll a little bit and amen. amen. If you will, if you can afford to, can you go to Genesis 49 and verse 10? I will expound on this tomorrow, but I want to read some verses for context. Genesis 49 and verse 10. We're going to read verses 10 and I believe 11 together. Just give me a moment. Zodigavis, please at any time, if you want to stand up and pray in the spirit, please feel free to pray in the spirit. If you get disruptive, we're going to find a very polite way. Um, going to get a very polite way to help you manage it, but don't don't get overwhelmed by that. This is not a teaching meeting, right? So we'll teach you for the feel you need. This is an activation, an impartation, revelation, demonstration um, meeting. So express yourself in the spirit. If you need to stand and shout, do it. If you need to walk around, do it. Glory to God. Many of us have become, or rather we have not become, many of us have become used to being like cats. But we're lions. Look at your neighbor. Say the lion is from the cat family. But it's not a cat. Look at somebody. Say I'm really not domesticated. I'm actually wild. Shout I'm wild in God. I'm wild in God. One of the challenges with the church of this age. Is that we are too domesticated. That means we're used to sitting at home. We are used to ACs. That's why we struggle to give the devil AC. AC is reply. When somebody's asking you a question and you can't give him a reply, you're so used to the prison washing must be 15 to 20 minutes. The sermon must be 40 to 45 minutes or one hour. And then somebody must uh, sing a song or testify. But God wants to raise some wild people. I'm prophesying already. There are people here who are going to be wild. Who are not going to be domesticated. They are going to be so wild in the spirit. I'm talking about people who will run multi-million dollar companies. But sometimes in the middle of their board meetings. They are going to stand up. And lekotia kobeto. Ribako visaga. And tospala. Eshpala kubeya. Etugelia. And they are going to say why are you roaring? And they will say go back to slide three. And they will go look at a figure and say let me tell you what is happening in Japan right now means that slide 3 will no longer be functional in 3 years are you hearing what I'm saying Israel there's a reason almost every man that God used in the Bible was led into the wilderness. The root word for wilderness is wild. You can't be the foreigner of Jesus wearing three-piece suits. And to be the foreigner of Jesus, you have to learn how to make locust and wild honey. Your delicacy. Oh, is somebody hearing that? You can't be John the Baptist and everybody understands your method and your preferences and your courage and your language and your dressing. There's got to be something weird about you. Something wild about you. Something they can't keep in a box. Something they can't 
reminds them of someone before called Elijah. But they will say this one is still different. God is about to raise a generation of wild people. They will say it reminds me of XYZ but he's different. She, who am I talking? She is different. Wild people. Wild. Abraham had to get into a dry place, a desert, a wild place. Noah had to look for gopher wood. What is gopher wood? Where is it found? It's not found at home. For some of you, God has given you an assignment that will require you to go into the wild, to venture into strange places, to move into new environments. And you're going to wonder why are you giving me this instruction? Because a domesticated person cannot fulfill few certain assignments. Wild people. Noah hosted lions inside an ark. He couldn't have been that that simple and, and that, there was something about him. That domesticated a lion. God is about to raise wild people. That all those beasts that work. And people who are acting like emotional terrorists. And emotional abusers. And trauma sponsors in your life. You're going to be so on fire. That there is something about your atmosphere. From Tuesday morning. That will subjugate. The wild beasts in your company. Oh I wish the amen would be loud and strong. Jesus said, who did you go for for to see in the wilderness? He said, did you go to see a man wearing fine clothes? Wild. Wild. Can you imagine John the Baptist, foreigner of Jesus? His parents are well recognized in society. His father is a renowned priest. And God says, no, you are not of this order of priesthood. Can I announce something to you concerning Nigeria? The order of priesthood in Nigeria is actually changing. So John, you're not going to be named after your father. You're going to go into the wilderness. Somebody shout wild. Shout wilder. Shout wildest. The wilderness is wilder than wild. God will take you into a wilderness. Because there's a level of wild you had that's now expired. Oh, come on, somebody talk to me. The Lord is incubating certain things in my spirit right now. I'm not even allowed to share many of them. I've never told my wife one or two of them. But see, there is a level of wild you had that broke you into a certain realm in your prayer life at some point. That broke you into the million flow in your business at some point. That broke you into the audacious place where nobody was supporting you, but you stepped out of the boat and you walked on water. Who knows what? There was a level of ignition in your spirit. There was a level of fire in your belly. There was a level of grace. Look at your neighbor. Say grace in my head. Grace. I'm talking about grace, grace. I'm grace crazy. I'm, I'm grace wild. I'm, I'm grace intoxicated.
remember when Shia shared our first testimony in Kings with me. 2017. You remember? We had the Sunday afternoon meeting and I gave some prophecies and all of that and then you said to me, what happened in the course of the week? Somebody bought you a generator or something like that. That was what? I can't remember how much it was. I'm talking about four or five years ago. All of this were not there. But there was a certain hunger when we're trying to start Sunday morning services and all of us put all, all of our pledges and money to get. How much was it, Minister Oche, do you remember? Oh, she, she pledged her Tens of thousands of naira. We pledged a few hundreds of thousands of naira. At the end of the day, we had 500,000 naira. But we needed 1.7 million naira. But there was no doubt, no hesitation, no limitation. And God brought somebody from out. God brought somebody who had been owing me money for about two or three years. That sometimes God will say, drive to that person's house and go and buy him food. And I would do that and spend time with him. Guess what happened? It was not even at the pledge meeting. He walked in one day in Barnex and he, he just heard me say, Oh, we're trusting God for 1.7 million launch days, about three Sundays away or something like that. And something registered in his spirit. Jade, I don't know if I've told you this story before, but guess what happened? This guy who had been out of work had been struggling for a long time, got a job that was going to pay him how much? 17 million naira. And he said, There's no other place I'll give my 10% to. But kings, his 10% was exactly what was what we needed to start Sunday morning services. There are certain things incubated in my spirit that we don't have money for. There are certain things we don't have the cash in the bank for. But the God of Jeshurun and the God of kings and the God who's brought us this far, he has stuck something in my belly. He said, pull out your wild, pull out your courage, pull out your boldness, pull out your crazy, pull out the oil that turned 10 plastic chairs into 70, into 100, into 200, into 300. Don't stay at the 300, Mac. Don't stay at that level. Don't stay at that level. Pull out your 10 pecs. Be on the move. Evoke something in the spirit. Where is the warrior in here? Where is the drive in here? Where is the king in here? Where is the
Jesus said to them, Where is your faith? He didn't say, Do you have faith? Why did he say, Where's your faith? Say, I know you have faith. Did you keep it? Faith is designed to be deployed, not designed to be stored. The purpose of its atmosphere, because your atmosphere can determine how well your seed will grow. Listen to Israel, your father. And then it begins to bless. Let's go all the way to verse 9. Verse 9, uh, from verse 8 actually. From verse 8, it says, Judah, <laughs> you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand. the neck of your enemies. Somebody shall eat choke. This is the blessing of our tribe. And I don't want to get into all the metaphors, but the Bible says these people are formed for myself. I've formed them for my praise. Judah means praise. So in the lineage of praise, in the dynasty of praise, and the tribe of praise, speak about tribes, on Saturday, and the dynasty will touch on it tomorrow, but spend more time on Saturday. Of praise, he is saying that one of the things is there is going to be the empowerment to place your hand on the neck of your enemy. In other words, the enemy may have ideas and thoughts in their heads, but their bodies will not be able to execute it. Because Judah has the capacity to choke the enemy. He can suffocate the enemy with a shout, with his praise, with his giving, with his stamping. He can deal with the enemy. He says, your father's children shall bow down before you. One of the blessings of Judah is that God would distinguish Judah amongst his peers. So what is going to happen over the next couple of weeks and months in Kings is that individuals here who are on the same level with other people in their corporate spaces will just be given an unfair, what they will call an unfair advantage. There's just going to be a heads up. You're going to get the heads up. You're going to be head above shoulders. You're going to be above only and not beneath. There's going to be this air of favor. There's going to be the uh, calibration, recalibration of distinction. And people are going to say, what are you doing differently? It's going to be the smearing, what is called in the Hebrew, the shaman, which is the oil. It's just going to be an oil upon you. In the name of Jesus. I don't know you, man, but I see the Lord shaking things around for you in the financial sector. I don't know whether you're a bank or insurance person. There's a lady in glasses over there. But God is about to move things around in the area of finances. There's going to be a shift. And I see not just individual or personal finance, but there's going to be an institutional release of resource into your life. I don't know whether it's a grant or a supply stream, but receive it now in the name of Jesus. I see the Lord giving somebody intelligence in the area of property, in the area of land. We're going to talk a lot about that maybe two days from now. But receive wisdom, discretion, and direction in the name of Jesus. Verse 9. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. 
for sale. But my price has gone up. No more selling yourself cheap. Covenant no more looking down on yourself. From the prey, you have gone up. It's loaded. Don't let me touch on it. But, but let me put a see. If a lion is not sure of his own capacity, he's going to stay with the prey till he finishes it. But when a lion or a predator can leave the prey and go up, it's because he knows there's more to me than what I've caught. There's more to me than what I'm currently eating, currently tearing apart. I don't know who it is for. There's some people here, God has blown your minds two or three times in your life. But get ready for a third or fourth or fifth blowing of mind. He bows down, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion. Who shall disturb him? Who is going to disturb him? When we understand the identity of the lion, you will eat as you want. You will leave when you want. You will sleep when you want and nothing will disturb you. God said there are so many believers who think they are cats. Meow. 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 Scratch, scratch. Meow. You know, even when the lion is playing with you, be careful. Because you might get hurt. In other words, there's gravitas around everything that the lion is. Verse 10, the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet. Feet until Shiloh comes. And to him shall be the obedience of the people. Of course, the lawgiver is speaking about here is really talking about the Lord Jesus Christ and that he will not depart from between his feet. The lawgiver is going to come from the loins. All right, let's look at Revelation chapter 5. Is somebody's appetite being wet? Revelation chapter 5. Oh, Nako in a unahas, in a hafun, hakunia, sin habuda, in a no comino sofila, in protocol philantus palash, in a house falakias, bridaco filinti, sin Interbrasa. The Lord wants me to tell you that you should not be afraid. I don't remember your name now, the basis. Pardon? Michael, please can you stand? The Lord says, do not be afraid. It says, have no fear. The enemy has brought things into your space to try to scuttle your vision and try to make you feel like you can't see clearly concerning the future. The Lord says, you are not confused. 
He's opening your eyes, he's opening your heart. And by the way, you're not going to die in an accident. You will not, you will not die, you will not die young. Every contract and every premonition of death concerning you is completely cancelled in the name of Jesus. No longer will you live in hesitation or cloudiness of judgment, but you walk as one who is sure-footed and as one who is in tune and in sync. In fact, what the Lord is showing me is that right now, he's cleaning up your spiritual ears. So you will live a guided life. God will guide you. You will hear, you will hear voices, but it's going to be the voice of God that you will hearken to. In the name of Jesus. And the Lord himself is also bringing you out. Out of delays. I see the Lord bringing you out of a membrane. It looks like a membrane that covers you. Right? You, you could see through but it's, it was foggy. He's tearing through that membrane. is bringing you into another place. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. speaking right if the lord calls you out or the lord drops something in your heart right i think it was crossover service i think it was crossover service and i i pointed out i think ken ken bukola and i also said that word was for ayomiko i've not yeah i've not taken i've not taken the parents permission but i'm sure they have no problem with it two or three sundays ago i mean uh what's today's date 14th, so 17 days ago, or 14, 18 days ago, Ken released this book. And he said to me, he had been working on the book, but that was just a, a powerful confirmation for him. Two Sundays ago, as people ran forward and said, Pastor Tammy, see, 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 and showed me a letter of a major opportunity that Aramiko had gotten based on her writing. And she was not even physically here. So some of you, some of the words may not even be for you here. And some of you need to share the links with your friends and family members and loved ones. Say, come on guys, get on this. Somebody say, I'm ready for more. Revelation 5. Verse 4. So I wept much. I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. <laughs> In other words, we don't even know what's inside the scroll. We don't know the value, what we're missing and all. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. This scroll has eternal and eschatological implications and I might touch on it tomorrow, I might, no promises. But for some of you, you know you are in the presence of God. In the presence of God, I mean, you know that you're in the will of God. But certain things seem scroll-like to you. Now, when you know a scroll, a scroll is like papyrus or paper or something folded over. So you can see the body of it, but you can't see the content of it. So there are people here who you, you know the body of your assignment or the body of your calling. Or the body of the prophecy. But you can't see the line upon line upon line. 
And many of the tears in your life have nothing to do with ignorance. They have a lot to do with partial knowledge. Which means that you know you know, but you also know you don't know enough of what you need to know. So, John is weeping. And one of the elders said to him, Do not weep! Behold, Kabando Kavias, the lion, capital L, of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose its seals. Now, back then, if you had a royal scroll, then you have the scroll bound and sealed. In other words, you cannot break that seal except you have the same authority as the person who wrote it or you are of a higher authority. So what breaks seals open is authority. Oh, I feel the glory of God here. Cooper, are you ready for certain things to break open? God said he's recalibrating us in the place of boldness and authority. We are going to make certain demands. We are going to navigate certain realms. Pastor Vicky, are you ready? He said, don't, don't, don't weep. Why does it nobody's able to break it now? When we're saying nobody's able to break it, Shia, obviously, he's not talking about physical strength. Because the scroll cannot be so sealed that an angel that wiped out 85,000 people in one night was not strong enough. It was not about physical strength. It was about authority. And the Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. I prophesy over us this weekend. What your strength couldn't do, God's authority will make happen. What your charisma couldn't do. What your innovation couldn't do. What your track record couldn't do. What your beauty couldn't do. What your accolades couldn't do. What your medals couldn't do. You are breaking into by divine authority. In the name of Jesus. Everybody raise up your hands and shout I believe it. Open up your mouth and pray in the spirit for a minute or two. Authority will be challenged. That's why Psalm 24 says, Lift up your heads, all ye gates. We'll talk about gates on Saturday. Lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. Some things have lasted for too long. said who is the king of glory that was a question against authority so the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle the Lord mighty in battle the Lord mighty in battle the Jagumolu 
I proclaim you healed right now. I see that hand. I proclaim you healed right now. I proclaim you healed right now. I proclaim you healed right now. The Lord also says as healing STI, sexually transmitted infections. The Lord says it's healing that. Forget all that debate of, okay, yeah, there's the end. All of, just, just leave all of that. The Lord says it's healing that right now. In the name of Jesus. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seals. Some things that were mysteries to you will become completely unlocked. I had a dream last night. I've not even told my wife this dream because I'm not going to tell the details of the dream, but it's amazing how God works. I had a dream last night, and in that dream, there was an exchange in the dream, and in the dream, I saw something twice, double. Right? I saw, Literally, double, double. Double, double. I saw something twice. PLT, please, come and, come and let me just show you privately. Let me just show you privately. I saw something twice. This was not exactly what I saw. And let me just show you something. There's a reason you are here. You're not here by accident or by error. My phone is hanging. But I just want, I want to, I'll give other details later, but I need to show this in the middle of prophecy. No, 
My phone will not hang. Now that's not where I'm going to. They tried to make it one, but God made a double. I saw something in my dream earlier between what time do we pray? Um, six. I think I woke up about three times or so in the middle of the night. Not like I was sleepless. Sir, Pastor cannot sleep. No. Different things, right? Um, and 12 hours within the time I had the dream, a physical transaction happened of that order twofold. And the person said, I. I wanted to do it once, but somehow it happened twice. I said, I believe that's what God wanted me to do. You are coming into a dangerous season. Where I am spirit will become reality. will begin to heal people. Mr. Ahmed, please come. No kofina homarua. Sina no. Inanakamwa noa sina na. Hear the voice of the Lord. The Lord says, now I make you a priest and I make you one who clothes priests. For your garments are healing garments. Come closer. For your garments are healing garments. For your garments are healing garments. And I place upon you grace to bring healing to wounds in hearts and homes. And as they put on that which you have sowed and stitched, I will bring my healing to Mokia Topele, Ophingatosia, Akula, Yaskandabo Shimada. Say not for I have lost time. Say not I have lost time. For I have compounded my oil upon your life. Behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it? Yes, I make ways in the wilderness. And I make rivers in the desert. Enokomania nomosia. Ophomonia aholas. Iratosukalis. I see a key. And I see a door open. And I see light coming from that door. God says to look as if you just started business again. I will clear the deficit. Now bring my glory through your life. Shutaka medo kopotekete rakata kosi oliatope dohosha. We break every negative cycle. I want to pray for somebody whose boss, your boss, shouted at you. 
today, I believe it happened today, at work there was somebody whose boss lashed out, shouted, tongue lashed or something. At work, who had that exchange at work today? Zomania Savala Skimanosia Terosamina Cobrasco Felinda Mosiadas. Is that person here or online? Umanaka Sombodosia Dabaski Volosia Daba Embrahaska Batus Enanako Veledaqua Zilamanus Mendo Praco Felindos Palaka. Media check the platforms if there's anybody like that have a word for that person. Manako Sabalas. Thank you, Jesus. Matako menekopelentagovas. Boramias covela tobra. Dishanakas. God says it's dracling in somebody's reputation. In other words, where you have been misrepresented, where you have been misrepresented, he's turning it around. I'm waiting for that altercation at work person. Who's that person real quick? Then I'm more time tonight. I looked and behold, I need to skip that, in the midst of the throne, saw the lamb. Go all the way to verse 8. Go all the way to verse 8. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bows full of incense. God is about to replace the nonsense with incense. Full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and the sang a new song. Somebody is going to sing a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and what have you done? Redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and what have you made us? Is somebody reading that verse 10? Shout it, what has he made us? Read verse 10 again. Read it again. Verse 8 says, The golden bowls were full of incense. Full of incense. And the incense are the prayers of the saints. Go to Revelation chapter 8.
I want to pray for a certain set of people right now. Wherever you are, just raise your hand. Some of you, you feel like you are drowning. And maybe you've, you've actually even sort of maybe seen yourself in a vision or a picture where it looked like you were drowning. Or you're just in a place at work in life where you are swamped. And what you can equate it with is a drowning effect. It looks like a drowning effect. Raise your right hand wherever you are. Neko Palacia Kovaz. I see those hands. Raise them with boldness. Neko Vazila. Lord, right now, right now, in this moment. Nikoski Dobalakwa. Nifros Palakwa Nemo Sandiko Shinakatiza. Evoliantis Kaba. I am your Lord and the lifter of your head. I am your glory and the lifter of your head. I am your glory and the lifter. That's your word of your head. I am your glory and the lifter of your head. I am your glory and the lifter. The lifter. The lifter. I lift your head. I lift your head. I lift your head. I lift you. I lift you. I am the one who stretches my hands into the dark places and I pull you far above the rising storm and the rising waves. I am your glory. I am the lifter. I am your glory. I am the lifter of your head. I lift you. I lift you.
makeover in the spirit. I see God tearing and taking off dead skin. Dead skin. Dead skin. Falling off. Exfoliation has taken place. Exfoliation has taken place. You are my glory. 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 You are my glory.
Colossians 8. Don't forget, the bowls were full of incense. Tamiwa, the bowls were full of incense. So, maybe I'll touch on it sometime, but see, besides, there is nothing new under the sun. Everything on earth is a representation of sorts of something in heaven. Right? So if there's river on earth, there's river in heaven. In the spiritual realm, out of bellow for rivers of living water. Are you following that? Bowls. It's not just bowls of Gary that you have. There are prayer bowls in heaven. So we saw that in Revelation chapter 5, verse 8, uh, chapter 8, chapter 8, verse 1. When he opened the seventh seal, so there were seven seals, and every seal that was open, something was happening. Because every opening in the realm of the spirit commands a shift on earth. That's what we're talking about. Portals, windows, doors and gates. They are very important. The shifts in your life are measured in openings in your heart. For there to be any shift in your life, something in your heart or your mind must open. So when you hear a song like open up, that song, you know that song open up, opened up certain things even for the singer. That's why when God wants to shift a people, he opens something. He opens a door. He opens a window. He opens a gate. He opens a mind. He opens a heart. There are no shifts without opening. And when there's a real opening, there must be a shift. I saw something in my devotion some days ago says to depart from evil is understanding. And God says to me, said to me, many people try to depart from evil because they lack understanding. When you have understanding, you will depart from evil. When something opens up in your spirit concerning certain things, certain shifts must happen. And to tell you that it's not fluke, it's going to happen again and again and again. Guess what? When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. <laughs> By whose calibration? Whose hour? Angel's hour? God's hour? John's hour? Happy hour? Which hour? A day with God is like a thousand years. So between the death of Jesus Christ and now, just two days have passed in heaven. There's the joke about some guy. <laughs> he heard the preacher say, Ah! $10 million is nothing before God. $10 million is just like $10 before God. So the guy went to God and said, Ah, God, since $10 million is like $10 to you, God just give me $10 million. God said, Give me one, give me an hour. <laughs> Divide 1,000 years by 24. It's like something like for the, for the two hours, for the two years or something. 
verse 2. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. I, I don't want to take it casually as just random wordplay. But listen, before you blow on earth, something must be blown in heaven. Nobody comes into a, a space, a territorial invasion on earth until authorization is given in heaven. That's why the Bible says, no man receives anything except it be given him from above. You can never get more than what God has allocated to you. But you can settle for less. If it's not given, pray from now to 50 billion years. You won't have it. Are you following this? But there are things that can be done on earth by virtue of koinonia that can create shifts in the heavens. And that's exactly why I need to land on it today. So that as we roar a little bit and then we go home, you can keep that in your spirit. What can you do? What can I do to influence things in the heavens? What can I do? Imagine me being married to PLT and there is nothing in this world that PLT can do at any time, on any matter, on any case to influence my decisions. Is that life? As opinionated as I am, as determined as I am, as focused as I am, there's certain things that PLT is going to say and I'll be like, oh, you know what? Oh, I didn't think about it. Let me pray about it. I didn't think about it. Oh, let me, let me sit on it. So if I'm married to Jesus, sit and leave me alone. That means there must be certain things that can influence by the Spirit of God. Are you understanding that? How does it work? Verse 3, then another angel having a golden censer. Does that look familiar? Came and stood at the altar. He was given what? Much incense. That he should offer it with the prayers. prayers. Of all the saints upon the golden altar. So the prayers of the saints in Revelation 5 were incense. Now this angel was now given more incense to add it to the incense. Incense upon incense means no nonsense. Was given more. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints. Where did it go? Ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer. Somebody shout sensei. Filled it with fire from the altar. And what did he do? Through it, through it where? To the earth. And what did you see? What did you see on the earth? Noises and what? Thunderings and what? Lightnings and what? This is a picture of the protocol of territorial impartations, activations and transformations. You cannot shortchange it. Anytime there's an earthquake, there was incense.
Lord help my generation not to be so caught up in perfumes that they have no incense let our glory not just be Arabian wood creed perfume oil God give us give us incense give us the ability to crush precious things in the prayer room Lord give us the consecration and devotion to press the oil to press the wine to press with intensity to press the grain and the oil oh Lord help us not to just be a generation that can spend three hours watching a Netflix series but not three hours decoding a mystery in Hosea and Isaiah Lord let my tongues not be loud in public and nowhere to be found in private oh God help me let me not be a showman a performer and a preacher who has no private devotion and private consecration and who does not fight for the hour of prayer and who does not fight for the chapter 2, 3, 4 chapters a day Lord help me to understand the mystery of thunderings and lightnings I'm almost done for tonight please read this again read this again Let's go to Acts chapter 2 very quickly. You got it. Everybody with a preacher's mind or a scholar's mind right know where I'm going to. The incense in heaven. The bowl was what? The bowl was what? Empty bowls don't cause lightnings. Empty bowls don't bring earthquake. What kind of bowl did they have? Golden bowls. Debts were to be released after 50 years. 50. Seven weeks. Seven times seven. Perfection of perfection. Prayer of prayer. After you pray, you took again. You roar on the roar. That's why even though there was incense from the earth, they now give the angel more incense. Incense upon incense. That's what we're doing this weekend. 
let me guide put incense upon incense upon incense upon incense wave after wave after wave your glory is here anointings upon anointings glories upon glories weight upon weight energy upon energy stain upon stain vision upon vision singing upon singing the compound anointed that's why Ecclesiastes says when the clouds are full of water they will of themselves bring rain upon the earth when the day of Pentecost will fully come they were all with one accord. So I took a golden sensor. So all of our prayers are entering into a sensor. Look at your neighbor say pray well. So the sensor can be full. I don't know about you but I want to see some instant miracles. I want some miracles to happen without anybody touching anybody. Somebody just sees the lump in their breast is gone and, and the pain around their knee is gone and, and the mark on their forehead on the folds of the skin around their elbow is gone. How about a tooth growing back again? There's nothing God cannot do. What happened when the incense was poured? What happened? There were? There were what? Noises and what? Thunderings and what? Lightnings and what? Earthquake. When they are fully come, then no, 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 go back to Acts, Acts 2, Acts 2, Acts 2, Acts 2. And suddenly there came. Pocatecopa. A noise. Oshupala. Rakata. Okolatuba. Espalata. Rakata, ekokoto, rekopako, etakata, a noise as of a Russian mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. We've seen lights and thunderings. Give me some lightning. Verse 3. contains more energy than lightning and upon each one sat we're in the upper room spiritually and physically you climbed a staircase to get to the upper room no distraction no division Press. 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 Shaya Bokata. 
service tomorrow morning 8 a.m. Get here 7 o'clock. Get here 7.30. Make plans with somebody tonight. Oh, we're going to take a cap together. If you have to sleep close by, Ikeja, Anthony, Maryland, Bagada, Yaba, Onikban, somewhere around to get you on time. This is a destiny's sculpting experience. Tomorrow I will show you about boldness. Bukala, can you imagine? This same place, 120 people were seated there. 50 days. By the way, okay, can you imagine? 120 people. I wish I had time to exegete it, but let me just touch on a few things. Shara, they left their work. Some of them had left their work before now. So where was the money for feeding coming from? When you pay attention to the heavens, the earth will respond to you. I wish you could see the commercial implications of your spiritual gifts. They are not to be monetized. But material substance always finds a way. of running towards spiritual oil. It's a mystery. They left their work. Can you imagine one of them that had girlfriend in Bethlehem? Honey, honey, where are you? Where are you? No network. Honey is catching fire somewhere. Bring your honey booze. Bring them. Your honey bay. My heart is set on what you have to do. No going back. Let's, let's lock in the next three days. Just lock in. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Saturday, Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Lock it down. It's good to see quite a number of people who are not typical or wouldn't attend Kings on a, on a weekly basis. If you're a visitor or you're joining us just for worship this weekend, can you raise your hand your first time at Kings or you usually visit from time to time for special events and you're here. Come on, let's love on them right now. Wave, wave your hands. Come on. Can we play some cards in their hands? Come on, play some cards in their hands. Someone say, we roar. We roar. We roar. We roar. We roar. First time here. I think came for an event last year. So it's good to see. We've missed you at Lekki for two or three Thursdays. It's good to see. Please let's make sure we place a card into all the hands of all of our all of our friends who are with us tonight. Please, if you came in first time, can you wave your hands again? Yes, sir. Do we? Do you have cards? If there's anybody that looks like you've never seen them before, please reach out to them. Amen. Please tonight. 
if you don't have expectation, find one. Because when you don't have an expectation, you don't know when it's met. You don't know when it's exceeded. If God already knew was going to exceed what you can ask or think, why is he asking you to ask or think it? He wants you to engage the resources he gave you because of fellowship. God has already finished the salvation equation. He's now in the fellowship. That's why it says the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with you now and so whenever you want to think about giving or activity or sin or whatever, don't think about it as but how will it affect my salvation. Think about it as what's the impact on my fellowship. Amen? Anybody blessed tonight? Let's glorify God with a loud
to join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.